Hey, everybody. Welcome to Social Beauty Makers, a weekly podcast featuring fast-paced 15-minute conversations with industry masterminds, plus a weekly bonus episode on trends in tech and media for salons. I'm Gordon Miller, your podcast host, and today's mastermind guest is an absolute icon in the professional salon industry. She is a passionate educator, coach, and an inspiration to so many professionals. She's a returning guest as a follow-up to our recent episode on mindset. And today we're adding to that conversation and talking mindfulness. Welcome back to the podcast, my friend, Tabitha Coffey. Hey, Gordon. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It is a, it's actually a late Sunday morning and, and um, we just had a, a fun little prep conversation and I had a little extra coffee. Thank you for giving me time for that. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I had a great yoga class, as I told you, so oh. I am on fire and very mindful. And, and and not just yoga. You did a whole lot of physical stuff that has completely intimidated me. I'll just I'll just <laughs> say that as well. Um, You're so yeah. healthy. Well, it, it's not it's not even about healthy. Actually, it's about being mindful. Like for me, these practices. Um, I hate going to the gym. I hate working out. I don't enjoy any of those things. But for me, it's finding practices that can help me be mindful due. You know, during the rest of the day and the rest of the week, and really set me up for success. And yoga is one of those ones that really helped me. And you were a guest on episode three, and we spoke about mindset. and And we kind of began that talk by this confusion that sometimes exists between mindset and mindfulness. And so maybe let's start there and then dig in. Sure. So you know, I, I made the difference before. Mindfulness um, is the practice to create everything we talked about in the first podcast, right? So mindset is changing our perspective, um, paying attention to our thoughts, being the observer, asking ourselves questions. Mindfulness is how to take our practices further. It feels really intimidating for a lot of people because they think, oh, I've got to go on a yoga mat for an hour a day or I have to sit and meditate and, God, I hate to meditate. And all of these things come up. The biggest thing to remember is between mindset and mindfulness, it is a practice that it's connecting your thoughts, your emotions into your body. Mm. Our bodies keep score. They just do. So if we have trauma, if we have pain, if we have anxiety, stress, anger, all all of the emotions, right, the whole gamut of emotions, Mm -hmm. they sit in our body, not just in our head. So we can have a thought that is not a positive thought that will trigger an emotion in our body which changes our physiology, which then loops back up to our brain and makes us go through this cycle of these looping thoughts, but we're feeling and experiencing it in our body. Now, you know I love hairdressers, Mm -hmm. and I will just speak from personal experience. Some of us, right, dot, 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 some of us are the worst people at taking care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's where mindfulness comes in for me because we, even if we have a positive mindset, even if we're watching our thoughts, even if we're trying to reframe a negative into a positive, um, all of those things are great, but actually practicing mindfulness, especially with ourselves, which then leaks over into our clients and our teams and our relationships is so incredibly important. 
Now, mindfulness as a professional, and listening to what we were saying earlier about you know you're you're doing yoga and other things today to to help get you in that place. It also is kind of moment to moment, isn't it? It isn't like you do, you get there and you lock it in, and now you're mindful forever. And and I think about all the conversations about you know client experiences that are not good, that are going sideways, and people are upset about them often. And, and so I want to use that as an example because you know we could be going along having a good day, and then somebody just throws something into our work, a, a client that just puts us someplace else. Are we perhaps then not in that same mindful state? A hundred percent. So, like anything. It is a practice, and mm-hmm. I believe um, I believe just being us and being a human is a daily practice. I believe the craft and the profession that we're in, we are always practicing our craft. We've never mastered it. It is always a practice in refinement and growth and, you know, expansion and creativity and all of those things. So our mindfulness practice becomes the same. To your scenario, if we've had a great day and then our last client of the day, for example, has um, not been the kindest, not been the nicest, been challenging to deal with, our happy, positive mindset can change. And then it becomes physiological in our body. Mm. So we can start to have um, our heart rate will increase, Mm -hmm. start to feel anxious. We could start to feel anger, anxiety, anxiety. incredible stress, even if we know what we're doing. Remember I said the body keeps score. So from that interaction with the client, that can just trigger all of those physiological things that we have in our body. And then it goes to the brain, fight or flight, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of the response. Yes. Um, the other one is hide, run, right? <laughs> as so, fast as you can. Or the other one is fawn, which is people please. Mm. So all of these physiological things happen in our body without us even realizing. And then our mind kicks in and goes, oh, my God, I always screw up when I do these highlights on this client. She never likes what I do. I suck at my job. Oh, my God, I'm such an imposter. I don't know what I'm right. And that's when that loop starts to kick in. So how to practice mindfulness is always from that point of awareness of being in tune with our body and feeling, right, this client is annoying me, this client is really pushing my buttons, what can I do right now? Acknowledge it, notice it, right, which we've just done, and breathe. I know it sounds so simple, just breathe. Connect with your breath, start to breathe. If you start to connect with that and breathe before, when I work with people, I say we want to get that feeling before it gets to, like, a seven, because mm-hmm. when you're in seven, eight, nine, ten, you can be having panic attacks, heart palpitations, right? All these changes. So connect with your breath. Just start to breathe first. If you need to, walk away. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Mrs. Jones. I need to just go and check on something. I'll be right back. Walk away. Sometimes changing our scenery, even momentarily, walking outside right, walking away, looking at something different and focusing our eyes on a different focal point can actually help to bring us back into our body and relax our nervous systems back down, which is what we're trying to do with mindfulness practices. Interesting. I, you know, I, I think of like our, our kind of, we all have these insecurities 
And I, I would assume that insecurities kind of live outside of this. Um, I'll let you maybe explain if I'm right or wrong about that. But, you know, we kind of have that mindset. We've got, we want to be mindful. But now we, we have this list of this bothers me and that bothers me. I feel this way about myself. And, and from a mindful perspective, something happens and we go to our insecurity. We, we, we get triggered, I guess, is a, is a way of saying it. Is that a manifestation of something that then connects to mindfulness or does mindfulness get us more centered away from that? Or does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. So mindfulness helps to get us centered and Mm -hmm. helps us to move through it. So again, when I keep saying the body keeps score, Mm -hmm. um, what we're trapping in our body of those experiences, it's the feelings we have, Mm -hmm. right? So we're young, we're learning, we mess up someone's hair, it's really dramatic, we're petrified. Ten years down the road, we've had our education, we know what we're doing, we've done it a million times, we feel really confident and com- comfortable until Mrs. Jones comes in. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Jones triggers that experience when we were young in the industry practising because that emotion is still in our body. Mm. And in our mind, right? It, it's yep. a it's a history bank in, in the computer of our mind, but it's still physically in our body. So when that emotion is triggered, all of, yes, that insecurity just starts flooding up, even though the logical person can go, hey, I've been doing this for 10 years. I know what I'm doing. I'm mm-hmm. educated. I'm seasoned. I'm great at what I do. The physiological response is different. And that, to me, is why mindfulness is so important. And if I can bring it back to saying, I love us. I love us as an industry, but we're so bad at taking care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So little mindful things we can do is feeling how we feel in the body. Yes, you know what? I believe physical activity, whatever that looks like for you, go for a walk. Spend more time outside, go to a yoga class, go to a gym. I don't know what that is for you, but you certainly do. That has to be made a priority. Also, because what we do physically with our bodies and our industry is physical. We ask our bodies to stand and move and do all these things in different ways, and it's Mm -hmm. hard on our body. Very. So we need to move them well. When we eat, again, hairdressers, we're notorious for this. We inhale our food because we have to eat on the run, right? We don't have to. We choose to. We choose to, (laughs) right? We choose to, but we eat on the run and often we wait until we're so famished that we need fuel in our body. We don't even care what it is. So we make non-mindful choices about the food we're putting in our body and we're not actually eating mindfully. So we're just inhaling our sandwich or our salad or whatever the heck it is we're eating. And then 20 minutes later when it hits the body, we're like, oh, I want to pass out. I want to go to sleep. I feel like crap, right? I don't feel energized because we haven't even connected the art of I'm taking this food, I'm putting it in my mouth, I'm chewing it, right, and I'm swallowing it and nourishing our body. The act of eating is mindful. When you mm-hmm. do it correctly. And so it sounds like if I have enough, I don't know if there's a scorecard in this for each of us, but if I have enough going on, we'll stick with food for a moment that over time kind of aggregates, you know, I have this lack of mindfulness about my eating generally, you know, three times a day, whatever that might be. 
And over time, it kind of just builds up perhaps to the point where like, I don't like my job anymore because I don't feel physically well. Is is there this kind of aggregation, you know, if you will, of a scorecard? A hundred percent. So the scorecard is and the way it presents itself in so many conversations I have with our industry professionals is I'm burnt out. I've lost my passion and Mm -hmm. I don't feel creative anymore. That feels like the manifestation that everyone says, right? It's always the burnout, lack of passion, non-creative. And I'm not discounting those things in certain circumstances, but often what it is is we have such a, a toll on our body and our mind with running our businesses and pleasing our clients and taking care of our families and doing all the things we do, and we haven't actually been mindful about it. We haven't been living in the moment. We've been living in the past with stress. We're trying to predetermine and predict the future. So even when we're doing a client, we can, we're can we not being mindful, right? Mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. daydreaming about what we need to do at home and what errands we have to do and the birthday present I forgot to buy and shit, I forgot to pay that bill and, oh, my gosh, I need more and I've got to go to the bank and I've got to do, right? So we start, we're not even mindful in the work we're doing with our clients. Other part of practising mindfulness is actually mindful listening. Oh. We don't do that. Yes. Right? And and we think we do. Mm-hmm. And we think um, we're being present with our clients or with the people in our lives, but often we're we're only half listening to them because our mind is going a million miles an hour Mm -hmm. predicting what we should say to them or what we internally are feeling or what we need to do. Or or, or perhaps they're doing hair and you just kind of have that passive listening thing. The pretend listening is what I call it. That goes back to that zone out, right? I'm not mm-hmm. fully engaged. Yep. Mindfulness is about being connected. Um, it's about plugging in. I call it plugging in. You've got to be plugged in. When you're plugged in, you know how you feel. You know what you need. You know what you need to do. You'll take the steps to get there. You'll make different choices and you will respond differently to the situations in front of you. So when you talk about the client that is, giving you a hard time or, you know, it's not a great visit with them, when you're really mindful and you practice mindfulness, yes, you can regulate your breathing, walk away from a, for a second just to get your mind and your body in the place it wants to be, and you can respond from a non-attached, unemotional place instead of firing on 10 cylinders and that's me inside my head actually i don't do it out loud but it's happening inside <laughs> and most of us don't do it yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but it's in there it's in there and that's scary but it's in there and that of course that to your point of you know this building up over time of course when that is happening once a day twice a day three times a day not just in the salon, but in your personal relationships and and that pressure is building up, of course at some point you're going to go, I'm burnt out, Mm -hmm. I hate my job, I've lost my passion, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And we know statistically that that something like 80% of professionals who come into the industry, you know, starting their career, they don't make it past the first three years. And I would argue that so much of that is because of not being mindful. Now, last, last question would be, 
do we have to be mindful about being mindful? It's a, it's such it's like the chicken and egg, isn't it? Right, right. Yeah, it's like the chicken and egg. Um, here, here's the interesting thing that I have found, and not just me. There are unbelievable studies. Um, neuroscientists have studied the brain so much and the brain body connection. Right, we talk about second gut, which is actually in our stomach. So it when you can connect that gut, it is your intuition, but it's also your feelings of, you know what, I'm getting a bit heated. I need to regulate my body. I'm getting a bit this. I need to do it. That's what it can tell you. When we can start to get those connections working together, um, we don't need to be constantly as mindful about it. Mm. It, it, it It becomes a practice just like all the, all the things that we do, right, it, it starts to become a new set of neural pathways um, and habits that we're forming that we're actually choosing to over the old habits that may be detrimental to our health, our business, and us thriving in life. And to our audience, I would say, you know, we, we so understand this industry, the, the, the power of practicing and, and being present for the craft. And I think one of the bigger challenges in the industry is is not having that same passion and focus on the rest of our brain and the rest of the work we do, which are the you know the communication skills and the soft skills and the and the listening to clients, all that stuff. So you know, fascinating stuff. We're out of time, and I I um um you know I spent seven I, I spent seven seven years I did hour plus podcasts, and now I'm down to fifteen minutes, and I love the format. And we're getting great great feedback, but oh, as a as a person who loves conversation i'm kind of upset <laughs> we're, we're at an end if, if i could just finish with everyone yes. for me that for me the biggest mindfulness practices and mindset practices and why they're so important to me is to your point gordon so many people leave the industry so young um and i do believe it's the soft skills and i also think that we all deserve to thrive so many people put so much into their businesses and their craft and they're amazing at it but now we're learning you need to put that into yourself um as a whole human to take care of your mind body you know spirit if you want to put it that way and really put these practices into yourself, not so that you have sustainability in your industry and in your profession and your business, but so that you keep showing up with that passion that you came into the industry for in the first place. And it isn't selfish. Ooh, I I love that. It is not selfish. It is self-preservation and it is an investment in yourself. Love it. Love it. And perfect way to end. And even though I'm I'm sad we're ending, um, thank you to Tabitha Coffee for being our guest today. And to you guys for listening in, um, make sure you follow Tabitha Coffee, all one word, um, on Instagram. Also visit TabithaCoffee.com to keep up with everything Tabitha's got going on. And she's got a lot going on. Um, if you like the podcast, I appreciate you. If you would uh, throw me a like or a subscribe or even a share, better yet, leave a review. We're, we're kind of a baby podcast here. Um, visit us over at social media, socialbeautymakers.com. I'm talking fast um, for our free weekly e-newsletter and more content, um, lots of other stuff. Um, once again, I'm Gordon Miller. Tabitha. Last last time, thank you so much for being here with us. Always. Thank you.